You're currently listening to Sincerely Angie Podcast. I am your host, Angie. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Over here is a big old pot of gumbo, and I'm from NOLA, so you know it's good. You're going to find a little bit of everything, and I'm sure that you'll find something that's beneficial to you. Visit SincerelyAngieM.com for updates and so much more. Stay tuned for this week's episode and enjoy. Happy February, y'all. This episode, I think I want to title it Dear Ventisode because I'm going to vent this episode and I hope that it doesn't come off as being negative or putting bad energy out there, but January did a number on me and I may be exaggerating just a tad bit because that's what I do, but January was a little bit rough. It, you know, it was a little rough. So the year started out with me having to replace my battery in my car because it would click when I tried to start it, then it would start. So I'm like, I hope it's not the starter. This is a new car, so it can't be the starter, must be the battery. I mentioned it to a coworker or two. They're saying, it's cold outside, that's why it's taking so long to start. Or that's why it's kind of stalling when it starts. And I'm like, okay, I'm still getting checked out. So when it was time for my oil change, I went and I asked them to look at my battery. Sure enough, it was my battery got the battery changed that was December 31st that should have been a telltale sign right there that January was gonna be a give me some of that money that's in your pockets kind of month so here we are in January and I am driving to work one day on I-10 which is an interstate I there was a car in front of me it swerves and I was too close behind that car for me to see why they swerved Sure enough, I run over whatever it was. Didn't notice a difference in my car, so I keep riding. As I'm riding, something feels different. And so an 18-wheeler on side of me is telling me, hey, you have a flat, which I kind of figured I did. So I'm in the far left lane trying to maneuver my way to the far right lane on a I-10 on an interstate where they're doing 70, 80, 90 miles per hour, and there's 18-wheelers. So I finally get over and... I don't exit, but I get over to the median where there, where people can exit. So I have 18-wheelers exiting on both sides of me. And if you're from NOLA, then it's the downman exit. So I have 18-wheelers zooming past me on both sides. And the bridge is kind of shaking. So I, I pull there and I stop. And before I could, I call my job to tell them I may be late. And I text my friend to let them know that what happened. So as I'm getting ready to look for MAPS number, Motorist Assistance Patrol, they pull up behind me. I said, thank God. Look at God. So the guy changes my tire, puts my spare on. I try to give him a tip. He doesn't want it. I head to work. And after work, I drive home on a spare. And I'm like, okay, so I have to go and find a new rim because my rim is cracked as well as a new tire. A couple of days passed because I was working And I was not able to go and get the tire done right away. So I go to Toyota and ask them for a quote on a rim. I looked online and did some research and I saw that a rim was about $150 something online. And I'm like, I know if I go to Toyota, Toyota's going to tax me. So I go to the parts department. I tell the guy that I need a rim, a quote on a rim. And he said, I need your VIN number. I said, okay, I have a picture of it. And he was like, a picture's not going to do me anything. I need your VIN number. I said, well, can I get a pen and paper? I'll write it down for you. So I go on my phone. I start writing down a VIN number. He was like, 
oh, you have the VIN number. That's what I was asking you for. I said, well, that's what I told you I had a picture of. He said, I thought you had a picture of the rim. I said, no, I said, I have a picture of the VIN number. He was like, well, give it here. And he takes the VIN number from the picture that I had. And then he searches it in a computer. And he's like, well, how much do you think a rim is going to cost? And I'm like, now, why is he asking me that? I said, well, I already know it's going to be a few hundred dollars, a couple of hundred dollars. I'm, I looked online and he was like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, well, that's why I'm here. So he kind of had this attitude, kind of like, and I hate to say this, but this is what it felt like. Like I was a woman who didn't know what I was talking about. And he was a man he knew, which I hate that when you go to dealerships that if you don't have a man with you, they try and play you. So he gives me a quote. He says, it's X amount of dollars. And then he said, let me see what I can do. And then he goes down a hundred or so dollars. And I said, okay, thank you. I said, I'll come back on my off day so that I can order it and get it put on. He said, well, when, when are you off? I said, well, I'll come back on Wednesday to pay for it. I said, cause you have to pay for it before you order it. Right. He was like, yeah, I said, I'll come back Wednesday. And so he said, well, let me just keep your tire here. He said, so that they can take the sensor off for you and everything like that. And I'm like, why would he need to have my tire? I really think that he just wanted insurance, like to make sure that I would have to come back there to get my tire and rim. But I really wanted to shop around to see if I got my rim from Toyota or if I could find it somewhere cheaper without having to order it online. I let my tire stay there, the tire and rim. I felt uneasy about it, but I let it happen anyway. So I felt like he was trying to play me. So I went to a different Toyota and got a quote. And the quote that the guy gave me was like a hundred and something dollars more than what the other guy gave me. So I eventually went back to the other Toyota with a man. I felt like he was trying to play me. I went back there, got the rim a few days later. And then he said, uh, do you need the tire? I said, no. I said, oh, I skipped the part. So the man calls me on Tuesday and say, hey, are you going to get the rim? And I said, yeah, you can go ahead and order it. When I got to Toyota on Wednesday, I said, I thought you couldn't order it without me paying for it first. He was like, I pulled some strings. And that's me giving a side eye right now because that's exactly what I did him. Anywho, so after that, I go to a tire shop to get the rim and a a tire placed on my new rim. So the guy is chit-chatting and talking to me and puts the rim on the tire, puts the sensor on, does everything. My tire is fine. I drive to work, drive home, drive back to work, drive home. And then I forgot that I was supposed to get some wine. I go to get me some wine because that's what adults do. We need wine to get us through life. (laughs) And I come out of the store and I have a flat tire. And I'm like, what the fudge? So the very next day, I'm sorry, let me back up. I call the uh I went through my insurance to get a spare somebody to come and put a spare on my car. Papa Lock came out, changed the uh tire out, put my spare on. So I drive to work and after work I go to Walmart to get a brand new tire because I'm like, it is what it is. Let me just suck it up and pay this hundred dollars for a new tire instead of going a cheap route. I get the new tire put on, everything is lovely, perfectly fine. Now Going back to when I went to Toyota to get my battery changed back December 31st, after I give the lady at the desk my debit card for me to pay for my brand new battery, a guy that works there is sitting there to the left of me and he starts asking me, am I single? Do I have kids? And all of this other kind of stuff. And then he said, won't you take my number and call me after I swipe my card? And I'm like, 
if you're going to sit here and work at Toyota and ask me for my number, the least you could have done was try and give me a discount while I'm paying for my battery. And then the guy who at the tire shop who put my tire on said that he would like to take me out to dinner sometime. And this man is like 50 or 60 years old because he was talking about his kids and grandkids. And he didn't want to take a tip I was trying to give him. But then he asked me for my number after I paid for the tire. Why wouldn't he give me a discount since he want to ask me for my number after he put this fake ass tire on my car? Whatever. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm just saying, if you're going to ask me for my number, at least give me a discount. And I, I'm not wrong for thinking that because, I mean, why would you ask me for my number after the fact? Like, after you didn't took my money? No, give me a discount. <sighs> so that was that was a struggle for January. And I know that seems very simple and <laughs> very minute compared to what I could have gone through. Considering I caught a flat twice, I was in the safest situations possible, meaning I was not, I was in harm's way, but harm did not come about. And that was the blessing in the situation. When I was on I-10, my car did not go do-do-do-do-do-do or anything like that. I was not, so I didn't swerve. That was a blessing. The second time I caught the flat, I was in a parking lot and my friend was able to come there, put air in my tire with uh, an electric air pump or compressor, whatever it's called, and followed behind me until I made it home so that I can get Papa Lock to come out and put the spare on. So I am blessed tremendously because I was not put in harm's way, neither did did I harm anyone else. So that was the blessing. And the second blessing was that I was able to pay for the battery, the rim, the fake tire, (laughs) and the brand new tire and to pay for the labor to get those things done. So I'm so grateful for those situations. It started off kind of rocky, but it was a blessing in disguise. And January wasn't all that bad because I finally uploaded a video to my YouTube channel that I had been thinking about doing, but just never really did. I uploaded that video. I'll have it linked in the info box down below wherever you're watching this and you should be able to click it and watch it if not it'll always be on sincerelyangm.com now for february we're starting the year over so it's currently 2019 now this is the beginning of 2019 we're starting over it's not we're we're doing better things in february (laughs) i am on it i am drinking my water i just started using black seed oil we're going to see how that works I've been using coconut oil and I'm minding my business in life and just doing my job. I'm working. I'm saving. Y'all know if y'all listened to any other episode, saving is my thing. And I got my passport in the mail. I renewed my passport back in December and y'all know the government was shut down. So I was worried about if the passport was going to come in time for me to take my trip in March It came. I received it a few days ago, which I'm so excited about that. I hate my picture. It looks like a mugshot, but it is what it is. I got my passport in Donald Trump's America. We won't have any issues when I get to customs, prayerfully. What else we got going on in February? February is a month for lovers. So happy early Valentine's Day to everyone and whoever you are in love with or loving on. Happy Black History Month as well. And what else we're doing in February? We're not, we're not doing January again. We're just, we're starting over in February. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) It was a stressful month in January. Let me tell you, riding on a spare tire is not 
for me, I was nervous every single time. I had people saying, you can only do 55 miles per hour. And where I work, I have to drive the minimum is 60 miles per hour. So I was nervous each and every time. And that's mentally draining for me. Mentally draining to ride on a tire, not knowing, you know, is this tire going to pop off and hit somebody's car? And then I swerve on one side, they swerve on another side. And there's this big old wreck or something like that. I know that that's dramatic way of thinking, but that's what was going on inside of my head. I imagined the worst thing possible happening with the tire if I went over 55 miles per hour. But I blame y'all and I blame the internet for people telling me, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. I survived. Thankfully, I survived. I would come home and not want to leave out to do anything because I just was so scared of being on the road with a spare. And I told my cousin about it and she's like, that's the problems you're having? Like that, that's what drains you mentally? And I'm like, yeah. She said, girl, you have, you, that's not a struggle. That's, you don't have real problems. And I'm like, yeah, for me it is. You know, I'm, I'm, I like things to be 100%, which is why I get brand new cars. I don't like used cars because I like to know that this on this car has not been touched or tampered with before not saying that brand new cars can't fail because they can but for me it's a mental comfort level for me to know that hey this car is supposed to be legit so and I take care of my cars so that I don't have issues you know if if something is clickety clickety clacketing I have to go and get it checked you know because I need to get to and from work and I need to be safe in my car I'm going off on a tangent. Anywho, so yeah, that's that's my my issues, man. That that was my month, but and it may not seem like venting. I guess it was venting because I'm peed off number one that they would try and holler at me and not give me a discount, and I'm peed off number two because why would he give me? And I checked the tire that uh, I got from the tire shop, and it I didn't see any holes, any nails. I didn't see anything wrong with the tire. It looked perfect. So why would I be able to drive on it for two days and then it goes flat? You know, I don't know. I don't know what it could have been. I just, I was over the situation. I sucked it up and I got a brand new tire. Because I, I did not want to have a new tire and then three old tires or not so new tires. And then when I get to the tire shop at Walmart, I looked online. Walmart had the Michelin tire that I use. When I get to Walmart, the guy said, oh, we don't have Michelin tires. You can go to Firestone. And I'm like, no, sir, I'm here now. I want to get the tire done. So now I have three Michelin tires and a Goodyear tire, which bothers my soul completely. But I guess I'm just going to have to deal. I, I just I just won't look on that side of the car. I'll just stay on the driver's side and not go over to the passenger side and look at my back tire and see that it's a Goodyear and not a Michelin. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. That's my month. And thank God for February because we're over January. January was the pits. And then in a few short days, March will be here. And when March comes, you're going to have to, the only way you're going to find me is on Instagram, maybe, or on a flight. (laughs) But I'm going to take a break from recording a podcast. This will be my first major break since I have been recording. So you all will have about 
30 episodes that you can go back and listen to and get caught up. And then when I come back, hopefully I'll have some fresh new content for you all. I'll be refreshed after taking a decent vacation and enjoying my birthday month. It's going to be great. So it wasn't all that bad for uh, January because I have so much more to look forward to. So yeah, thank (laughs) y'all. Don't judge me. P.S. February also started off great because there's a group at my church. It's called the Top Club. And it's the name of our church, which is T.O.P., the Top. And the club stands for Christians Leveling Up Boldly. It is a group of about 10 or 12 of us. It's between the ages of like 25 to like 40. And the very first event that we did when we the group came about, we did like a, a fitness day at church where we had someone come in and give us some tips and pointers on how to get fit and stay fit and the difference between fitness and health and so much stuff we learned. So the second event was us giving back to the homeless and we called it covering the homeless where we collected blankets and clothing, shoes, just everything and some toiletries and we made bags and we went and gave that out to the homeless, which was such a blessing. I had always wanted to give back in a way that I could help those less fortunate because I may not be the richest, but I could be in a a worse situation than what I am in. And I'm grateful and thankful for the things that I have. And so I've always wanted to give back and to be able to give to the homeless or the less fortunate. It blessed my heart. And it was such an experience. The people were grateful. It was necessary. And you can tell that people come there a lot and do that because they have kind of like a system. They, They already know, let's wait until these people set up. They stand in line. They know what they want. We had bottles of water and um, like we had female toiletry bags and male toiletry bags. And it really was a blessing. And I encourage and I implore you all to at least try and give back in any way possible. If you're not giving money to the person standing at the light, just try and collect some of your friends together. And one thing that the homeless people said was that they preferred the larger blankets because we did have like some throws that we um, were giving them like, you know, a little throw, the little fleece blankets. They preferred the comforters, of course, because it's cold outside. They want to stay warm. And it was eye opening. It was humbling. It was a blessing. And I was so happy to be a part of that. So that happening in February just diminished everything that happened in January because it really lets you know how small and minor your problems are compared to someone else. We have the choice of what shoes we want to wear today. And someone less fortunate only has one pair. They don't have that choice. So although I seemed like I was venting this episode, I am very humbled and I am very grateful and thankful for the life that I have and this is not the end. I want to try and give back as much as possible as often as possible. So yeah, that's not the that's not the end of that situation. You've just heard an episode of Sincerely Angie and hopefully this week's topic sparks a conversation in your life. 
be sure to subscribe so that you'll be alerted when a new episode is available. As always, you can visit SincerelyAngieM.com for updates and much more content. Please rate where available and thank you for listening.